it's not just because it's a three and eleven team against a, a playoff contender at seven and seven. It's really because when you look at the stats, when you look at everything on paper, like like I said, the Broncos really have the massive advantage in this game. So there's really no reason the Broncos come out of this game at seven and eight. If they do, oh my goodness, the outrage over this is going to be insane. I'm telling you. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Amir Farrow, with my co-host, Jay Mack and Jordan, to preview the Denver Broncos Week 16 matchup against the 3-11 New England Patriots. It's going to be back at Denver after a three-game road trip. It's going to be on NFL Network on primetime at 8.15 Eastern, 6.15 Mountain Time. A chance for the Broncos to redeem themselves from last year's embarrassing Christmas showing. Much better roster, much better coaching staff. Lots to go over in today's episode. Keys to victory, game predictions, score predictions. And as always, as we're bringing you guys our uh, final three weeks of the season, our week a weekly rooting guide for around the NFL of how the Broncos can get into the playoffs because it's looking less and less likely that, that a win out for the Broncos is going to necessarily just get them into the playoffs. Like they're still they're at around like a 70 ish percent chance to get in. So they're going to need some things to happen. So make sure you guys stay to the end of, uh, end of the episode to see who you also need to be fans of on Sundays uh, and Mondays. But J Mac Jordan, how are you guys feeling? Um, Christmas is around the corner. We got Christmas Eve tomorrow. We got the Christmas Eve game. Super exciting time of the year. Uh, I can't really complain, man. Um, just happy. You know, semester's over with. Can enjoy my break. Um, just ready. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just happy, man. I can't I can't really complain. It's the best time of the year. Got Christmas now. We got a whole bunch of holiday tournaments, at least for my basketball kids now. At Braddock, got meaningful football games now. So this is the time of the year that it's always the best. Absolutely. Um, let's go ahead and start talking about this injury report for the Broncos and uh, tight end Greg Dulcich and outside linebacker Nick Benito have been ruled out. They did not practice at all this week. Greg Dulcich uh, popped up on the injury report last week with a foot issue. It's looking very, very it's looking tough for him. I'm not going to lie. He's going to have to have one. Uh, I'm praying for his health, man, seriously, because that's got to suck as a football player to go out there and just repeatedly like your first practice back. You you put your foot after you had ham, hamstring issues and now the hamstring is giving is, is still he's listed with the hamstring issue. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. As well, so it's rough for him, man. I I do feel for him, but in terms of his future with the Broncos, not looking that great. Broncos gonna need to find a tight end one this offseason. Um, then right tackle Alex Pacheski, he actually uh they opened his 21 practice day window, um, but they officially did not take him off the IR, so he's gonna be out for this game. Um, and then Kareem Jackson, who uh is coming back off from this uh four game suspension, according to himself and Sean Payton. They actually were not sure if he's going to play. I'm sure Sean Payne knows. He's just not going to tell the media yet. But um, Kareem Jackson does not know. They, they're going to decide by 2 p.m. Um, today to under to for the deadline to see if they're going to bring him up for this game. And then Monday they have to decide if they're going to bring him um, up at all for the season. So um, that have Broncos, I have to make a decision there with uh, PJ Locke and Ben balling out recently. Um, so me personally, the logic, if I'm, if I had a guess, the logical side of me says they do bring him up. Cause like you're literally a PJ Locke away from the Lawrence Turner yell being on the field. And we all know that that doesn't bode very well for our secondary. So the logical thing would to, would to activate him and have him serve his depth at the very most. Um, but I would, I would not be completely, like surprise if they did not activate him that that's one I, it's really up in the air i'm not too sure but um keys to victory what do you guys got for this game how can the broncos avoid i know it's not it's mathematically not an elimination game but it basically is like how can the broncos avoid going uh, nine and eight this season well i mean the thing about the patriots is the one thing that's always killed them was the turnovers uh like ever since bailey zappy got in the offense has been a little bit better but i mean Bailey's happy. He turns the ball over just a little bit less than Mac Jones, but he still turns the ball over at a pretty high rate. Um, the one thing I will say that's good about the Patriots is their their defense has been pretty. It's been pretty good. Um, I can't I can't complain. They they, they do have the second best rush defense, so the Broncos are going to have to probably throw the ball in the air a lot, um, which is you know how that goes with the Broncos. But all in all, I think we'll be good. I think the main I, I'll say my first key to victory is you got to have success on the early downs especially against a team that's really good at stopping the run. You got to find a ways to make it. The Broncos usually go first, second, third down on each, like each, each different series. They go first, second, third, first, second, third. So they got to find, they got to find a way to have some good success on the early downs instead of going on the first downs just a straight run play for one yard. Like they got to find a way to move the ball pretty frequently because you don't want to make this a game where it's just punt, 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 and everybody just getting the ball back and forth. Because New England, that's the type of game that they're hoping it is. Yeah, don't make their weakness a strength. 
I think that's the biggest part. I mean, the last thing we need is the Patriots offense to have a, a good game, especially when they've not been having a good game. We just have to worry about their defense. And at this point, I think just take whatever that's given to you is the most key for the offense. Getting three points would be key. Taking as many points as possible is key. I know a lot of people like Brandon Staley would rather go for it, but Sean Payne <laughs> has done a great job of taking the field goals and just taking points uh, when it's necessary. So I think that's going to be very key for the Patriots. Yeah, I agree. I like that a lot, J-Mac. Uh, get success on the early downs because they're going to hope that the Broncos can um, get to that third down. They know recently the Broncos have been just trash on third down. So hoping uh, the Broncos can pick it up. Um, but yeah, like I like you said, another one of my keys to victory, which is similar. Russell Wilson needs to have a game this week. Um, the Patriots run defense, like you said, second in the NFL, which is 84.9 rushing yards allowed per game. Meanwhile, the Broncos rushing offense went from like sixth best in the NFL to now uh, being they fell all the way to 14th in the NFL. Uh, and they also fell to 12th in yards per attempt with 4.2. They were like fourth at, at some point. So. The Broncos rushing offense, as we all know, has kind of take, uh, taken a toll as of late. New England's pass defense is 16th in the, in the NFL as opposed to their second-best run defense. So statistically on paper, if you are going to attack them, you probably attack their secondary. But this defense, man, has just been on a run recently. Like the New England defense, um, let me just go ahead and throw up some uh, stats. In the last eight games, the Patriots have allowed 18.4 points per game, fourth in the NFL. In the last seven, seven games, they've allowed 17.4 points per game, fourth in the NFL. Last six games, 15.2 points per game, second in the NFL behind just uh, the Dolphins. So their defense, it's not going to be an easy task. But like J-Max said, it's really their offense that just really put them in the shitter this year. Like the last, I believe, six, last six, seven, or eight games, they've averaged 11.3 points per game. The whole season, they've averaged 13.3 points per game. That's literally worse than what Hackett was producing last year. So it's it's literally one of the most, like, lop, I honestly have not seen the lopsided team this bad and a whole like decade plus like the way their defense has been to their offense is just insane but um as long as the broncos can somewhat take advantage of their defense i guarantee you we're going to win this this game by at least one possession yeah for my um for my second key to victory i would say get off to a like a, a hot start i think the broncos have been trying to do that over the last few weeks and it just hasn't really it hasn't all worked out it's been some key things you had the fumbling in the, in the uh, detroit game and then you obviously had the you know quill and had the drop that was really going to set up a huge uh drive <clears throat> to start the game i think the broncos you got to get out to a hot start in this one did that's going to really dictate it um because you never really know what's going to happen it's prime time you never know it's you never really know the patriots like i'm not saying that they're a good team but it just it's a lot of people are looking at this as, as a trap game for us. So I think you know you got to go off. I mean the Broncos are a really good first quarter team. They they've been that that's been kind of their best quarter like for majority of the season. So this game you got to get off to a hot start. The Patriots are without some guys. Uh, I know it's no um, Jabril Peppers in the secondary, and then it, uh, they got some offensive guys out. But I think this is a time where you got to go out and you got to punch them in the mouth early because. The defense, if, if the defense forces a three and out, that's gonna give them confidence for the rest of the game. But if you go out in there, you smack them in the mouth, it's gonna make it, it's gonna make it tough in New England. Yeah, I would like for us to receive. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The ball instead of, you know, deferring it to the second half, even though we haven't been a really good middle eight team at all. So I would like to receive the ball first, punch them out first, go up 7-0. So we're really good as a scripted team. To start off the game, go up 7-0, and I think that should uh, play a big difference in the game. Even though I did say that we're not a great middleweight team, one of my keys to victories is winning the middleweight. It, this has to be a must-win against uh, Bill Belichick. You know Sean Payne and Bill have the utmost respect for each other, and they do understand how important that aspect of the game is. So win that part of the game, and I guarantee you we'll win the game. Um, For the Patriots injury report, um, like uh, J Mac brought up, uh, Jabril Peppers is out. Um, Juju Smith Schuster is out. R- running back Ramondre Stevenson is out. So three. Uh, I know they haven't had the greatest seasons. Jabril Peppers has actually been pretty good uh, as of late. Um, those guys will be out. Then questionable. They have a super long list. I mean, defensive yeah. lineman Christian Barmore is questionable. Linebacker Jawan Bentley is questionable. Tackle Trent Brown. Tight uh, end Hunter Henry. Big, uh, he's been a big, uh, probably um, Bailey Zappi's favorite weapon as of late, especially against the uh, the Chiefs last week. A linebacker in Fernie Jennings, cornerback Jonathan Jones, tackle Connor McDermott, special teamer Matthew Slater, and linebacker Jelani uh, Tavai. So they have a lot of players on the injury report. So there's really no reason the Broncos should lose this game. Um, one of my uh, my actually my last and main key to victory that I have my eyes look uh, you know peeled for in this one is for, you know, for the Broncos to find ways to convert in the red zone. That I think I know this is a three and eleven team, but I think if there's going to be any week where the season is basically on the line, I would like to see the Broncos. I don't know if they have this up their sleeve. I know Sean Payton; he definitely has this in his playbook. I don't I don't know if he trusts trusts Russ in this uh, in this um, this offense as well, but. Um, I think maybe get tricky with the play calls this week. When I say that, I'm not saying do some crazy end around, end around and Jerry Judy throwing a pass or something like that. Like just find any any type of way, maybe Judy in the backfield or do something super innovative to kind of throw off this Belichick defense because he's this is going to be a hell of a matchup. I don't think people really realize it. Like the Patriots defense has been playing really, really, really good since like the middle of the season, even prior to that. So, um I I've de- I definitely would like to see them get a little bit tricky with the play calls this week. Um, the Patriots red zone defense is the sixth best in the NFL, allowing just 47.62% of their red zone trips, opponent red zone trips to result in a touchdown. Um, and like I said, I mean, their last eight games, 18.4 point, uh, points per game, fourth in the NFL. Like in the red zone, I think for the Broncos to find ways to convert, 
uh, in that area, I think that's going to be the area for the Broncos to win this one. Yeah, um, I would I would say for my um, for my final key to victory. I mean, if you look at the Patriots in the teams that they played, I mean, like o- over the course of this run where their defense are playing really good, they played the Colts at home, then they played Tommy DeVito and the Giants, the Chargers, which we all know what's going on over there, and then they played Mr. Trubisky and the Steelers, and they they, they played Mahomes, they played a decent game, but they were still almost they they still almost hung thirty on them. The Broncos have to get turnovers. I think that's you got to Bailey Zappi is not good. I know Patriot fans. I, I didn't knock on. I hope I didn't jinx us. But I mean, Bailey Zappi just has not been good. He's made a lot of boneheaded throws. He almost sold them the game in uh in Pittsburgh. So I, I think this is a game where Vance Joseph, you got to dial it up a little bit. I think this is a. I don't even know who's. Called, I, I think it's an obvious mismatch in my opinion between Bill O'Brien and Vance Joseph. I think Vance Joseph can really go into this week and dominate. So I think for starters, you got to get pressure on Bailey Zappi, force him to make the tough throws, run a lot of tight coverage on him. Because without Juju, I mean, the receivers, it's not really, I mean, Demario Douglas, Devontae Parker, and I think it's going to be either Jalen Rager or whoever else they have back there. So, I mean, the receivers, they are, they're banged up. And like you said, Amir, they're, they're limping into this week. That's when mistakes start happening. So you got to get turnovers. I mean, I, I'm glad you said it because we talked about it when we talked about how to fix the offense. Let's please get creative once again, like how we were in the beginning of the season with Mims, Judy, and all these people coming out of the backfield. So hopefully that is the case. My last key to victory, protect Russ. I know our offensive line is coming off uh, probably the worst game they've had all season. I think I'm, yeah. I can say that confidently. Uh, the Patriots do not sack the quarterback a lot. I mean, they're the 29th worst team in terms of sacks. So there should not be a reason why Russ is not protected this week against them. So if that starts to become a problem, then this game might get out of hand a little bit. So just keep Russ upright, and uh, this game should be good to go. Do you do you guys think this is a week where Russ has to – do you think it's a game where he kind of just uses the intermediate part of the field, or, or you kind of want to see him just kind of like check it down a lot more than we saw in the previous weeks, or do you kind of want to see a little bit of both? I did see, by the way, for all a lot of you guys, I think Russell Wilson is super unlimited. He leads the league in uh, check down percentage. Just want to throw that out there. Um, also, uh, like a, like my uh, question that I gave you guys, um, do, you, do you guys think he's got to kind of win this game himself, or do you think our, our rushing attack could actually you know, uh, help him just kind of be like limited how he's been the majority of the season? Um, I think this is a game we're probably going to have to throw the ball more. I mean, New England kind of – they're kind of hoping Denver runs the ball. Uh, I think that this is – I mean, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. I mean, Russ checks it down a lot because that's what Sean Payton really likes to do. You know, and he has – like I said, he has Russ on – he has Russ on the leash. Um, but I think this is – I think you've been kind of seeing like the last few weeks him and trying to get Russ off the leash. I really like what I saw. I know it was a blowout, and I know, you know, the defense changed a little bit, but I liked what I saw at the end of the Lions game that they were able to really move the ball really well. And they got some it, – it was some good reps. I'm going to say it was some good reps. So I think this we're going to see him throw a, a lot over the middle of the field um, and still check it down. But I think Sean Payton, he, he talk, he's, he's talking a lot when talking about this offense. I think he wants to get a little bit more explosive. Just, just, just based off what I'm hearing he's saying about the players and stuff like that, I think he wants his offense to start – trending more in the right direction, getting more points. And that's going to start, you know, we're going we're going out there and executing early, which the Broncos haven't been able to do the last few weeks. But I think they can fix it. I think Russ will be – I think Russ will be fine. Uh, 
in my opinion, I think Bill Belichick is going to try to make Russ beat him. I think that's how he's going to game plan it. Uh, he's going to stack up that box. And we already know Belichick has tried to uh, – there's interest at least for Sutton and Judy. They both have been rumored to get traded there. So he yeah. has respect for both of those guys, but he's going to try to make Russ beat him. So Russ needs to have a game. He needs to utilize the intermediate parts, the deep passing game like he was in the beginning of the season. So hopefully that can come back a bit. But I believe Belichick's going to try to – you know, if the Patriots are going to lose, it's because Russ has to have a game. That, that's Bill Belichick's game plan. He's going to make him beat him. Which, by the way, hasn't gone too well for Belichick. In four starts, and Russell Wilson's four starts against Patriots defenses, he's 3-1, 294 passing yards per game, 13-2 to two touchdown ratio, and 131 rating. That's that's owning that's owning matchups. Like he I will give Russ a lot of credit. I mean, granted, that was uh that was in his prime, but um who who's to say that he does he doesn't continue that success? It seems like Russ has it has it out for certain teams like the Niners, where he's always he's always, no matter what, at taking advantage of their defenses. It's always like an X's and O's thing at the end of the day, but um so that pretty much wraps up our keys to victory. Also, uh, some little tidbits for this game. Sean Payton and Bill Belichick are 2-2 two two against each other. That's honestly what I'm most excited about this game is seeing who can break that tie. I'm really excited for this matchup. Seriously, it's one of the best uh, coaching matchups, I think, of the entire NFL this year. Um, in those four games, Payton's offenses have averaged 28.3 points per game against Belichick's defense. So like history really says the Broncos with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson really should just blow out the Patriots, but um, something's telling me their their defense as of late is not going to you know warrant a blowout. But you never know. I really I could see maybe. Um, but another aspect that the Broncos defense may have an advantage over New England's Denver's leads the league in takeaways. Meanwhile, the Patriots are ranked thirtieth. Also, the New England offense averages one point six turnovers per game, twenty fourth in the NFL. So. <laughs> The Bronco. Another reason why the Broncos really, and I, it's not just because it's a three and eleven team against a, a playoff contender at seven and seven. It's really because when you look at the stats, when you look at everything on paper, like like I said, the Broncos really have the massive advantage in this game. So there's really no reason the Broncos come out of this game at seven and eight. If they do, oh my goodness, the outrage over this is going to be insane. I'm telling you. Yeah, and also I just want to say, you know, I'm. It's really, really comfortable. I mean, yeah, I can view it as a trap game, but I think us having this game at home and us being three and zero in our last home games, I coming agree. off this, um, the you know the three game, you know the the three road game uh, trip and everything, I think this is gonna be more comfortable for us. We're getting back home. We know what's at stake. Sean Payton's been preaching what's at stake. I'm pretty sure they've all been playing around with the playoff machine and everything, and looking to see you know um, what they need to happen. Uh, they they know they have to win out. And th this is a good game to kind of get the ball rolling. You know, this is a like, but you know, this is a three and eleven team, but they're still respected a little bit. You know, they 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 lost a lot of respect, everything that's going on this year, but still, this is a team that you know you can't, you just can't take lightly. And I think Sean Payton knows that. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm still really comfortable with everything going into this game. But I will say this: um, Bill Belichick hasn't had much success playing in Denver, even when back when Brady was there, we were his kryptonite, especially in denver too so um you know the patriots always struggle playing in denver so we'll see how that goes but you brought up a good point with the turnovers and that's why i was that was my final key to victory man bailey's happy you get pressure on them and you 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 drop a safety down in the middle of the field that's what pittsburgh was doing to him that's what a lot of teams are doing to them so we'll see
Amir, to your point, I mean, fans overreact when we win, and they criticize the players when we win. I can only imagine if we lose this game at home, a must-win game, jeez, the overreactions will be through the roof. We have to win just for everyone's mental sanity. So that leads us uh, to where first we're going to go into the player of the game predictions. Um, offensive player of the game, I'm going with a little bit of an interesting wild card this week. Someone I have not gone with at all this year. I'm going with Samaje Pirine. The reason is because I feel like this week, if any, I think the Broncos are really going to utilize him in the past game. Um, I know Bill Belichick knows that we have him as a kind of a hidden weapon, but I just feel like I don't know. I just have a feeling he's going to get a lot of catches out of the backfield. He's going to pick up some good yards. He's going to do really good uh, in the you know two-minute warnings when the Broncos need him to show up. And then also they kind of brought it up in the media. Um, Champagne did you know mention uh, to the media that they could see uh, an increased uh, snap count and like uh, you know attempts for uh, Samaj Piran this week. So we could see some more rushes for him this week as opposed to uh, Javante, who is, by the way, just I still think it's bullshit how everybody's turning on him after the offensive line has their worst game of the year. Like, yeah, that talking about him running with cinder blocks on his feet. Shut up. Just stop. But don't worry about that, Amir. Don't worry about it that. Makes, it makes I'm, – I'm not even saying this out of bias. Like, how does that make any sense? Watch the tape. Bro's getting hit before he even reaches the line of scrimmage. Like – they expect him to break. They expect him to be prime Marshawn Lynch or something. But they expect a I, lot of things from our players. So, yeah. Like speaking of Jerry Judy, who's uh, second in Broncos history in yards per reception. Imagine Don't if you say that, Amir. Don't you get thrown in jail? Don't say that. Swear to God, man. It's just like I, the stats back it up. But hey, man, whatever. I'm probably gonna get crucified for it. But um, yeah. yeah, I, I like uh, I like Samaj Piran a lot a lot this week. Actually, I would not be surprised if he leads the team in rushing and maybe gets like 40 to 50 in receiving. Yeah, uh, for me, I'm gonna go with Jerry Judy, and that's a shocker because I never go with Jerry Judy. Ooh. Going with Judy because over the last two weeks, the Broncos have kind of made it a point to get on the ball. And I think this is a game that back at home, I think Sean is Sean is ready. I, I think Sean is going to make it now a point to give him the ball and throw, give him at least six targets a game. And I think this is the game where he gets – I think this is his game this week. I mean, you kind of saw him turn it up at the end of the last – at the end of the season last year. I mean, you look at the Chargers game, tried to give him the ball. In the uh, Lions game, he got the ball more than everybody thought he would. Um, I just think this is a week where they're going to make a point of it's like they're still going to, you know, share the ball around. But I think Judy – He's going to have a good week this week. I think he's going to get his passes. I mean, uh, catch the passes, and Russ is going to look at him. I mean, because if you really look at it, I mean, the Patriots depth chart, they're going to probably have Miles Bryant on them um, or Jonathan Jones and whoever else is whatever, – whatever they decide to do, they try to line Judy up in the slot. He's going to either have Sean Wade or Alex Austin on him. Those are obvious mismatches that I think the, the Patriots can't really prepare for those, especially with J.C. Jackson off of the year. So I'm expecting Jerry Judy to be heavily involved this week. And Sean, Sean keeps talking about him. And every week – so in, in the last few weeks, every week he's talked about him, he's gotten the ball. And whether that's been earlier through just throughout the game, he's gotten, he gotten targets and everything. So I think this is the week, man. I'm not saying he finishes with 100 yards and a touchdown. I'm not saying that. But I think he'll he'll get around, you know. I, I'm going to say this week he gets around like four catches for maybe around 70. Has a big impact on the game. Well, I'm notoriously known for picking offensive linemen. Uh, I do not think this is a game for them in, in terms of running the ball well. I will be going with a playmaker for the first time in a while. But I'll be going with Marvin Mims, I think. Sean Payne utilizes RPOs a little bit more. I think he found some success with Judy early in the game. Uh, it was like the very first play, I believe, against the Lions. It was an RPO. Yep. I think he uses that a lot more. 
uh, this week against the Patriots defense, which should throw him off a bit. So I think not only Judy has a big game, but for me, I'm going to be picking Marvin Mims. I think he has a bounce back game and hopefully everyone can stop, you know, trashing the kid. But I think he has a big game. He's my player of the game for the offense. I like it. We all have a uh, non-popular picks defensive player of the game. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with a popular pick. He's our best, best player on the team. I'm going passer tan um, just because Bailey Zappi has an interception of four of his last five games. I know he's going to throw an interception at some point in this game. Don't know when it'll be, but I just kind of had to decide if it was going to be to Jay Sims, Jaquan McMillan or PJ Locke or um, to Pastor Tan or maybe even all of them. But <laughs> I'm going with uh, Pastor Tan. I think it's been a while since we saw, saw the guy get a pick. I think he finally gets this one, uh, gets one this week against uh, Bailey Zappi and uh, Bill O'Brien's offense. Yeah, I'm going to go to Jaquan McMillan. Uh, you really watch the Patriots. Their team, they, they love to go in the short game. I think this is a game for him to really step up and – I mean, he's been stepping up ever since he's been inserted. Um, I think this is a game. I mean, Van is going to try to send him down on those packages a lot. I think more than people think. I think you're going to see a lot of blitz schemes this game to try to throw Bill O'Brien in this offense. Um, throw just throwing for a loop, especially with all the injuries. So I'm going to go um, Jaquan McMillan here. Uh, I'll be going with Justin Simmons. I'll even say he has a pick six. We got a defensive score. Go. Justin Simmons is my defensive player of the game. And by the way, J-Mac, Juju, their uh, starting slot receiver is out of this game. So J that just makes an e easier matchup for uh, J-Mac at slot corner. Um, So Broncos score predictions. I'm going to go ahead and start. I got Broncos 21 to 15. I really – I would say for my alternate pick, I would say like 26 to 9. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and just go with 21 to 15. Um, I do think I really could see either of those score predictions. Really, it's just gonna it's gonna depend on how good of a start the Broncos get off to. They gotta you know have success on early downs, like J Mac mentioned. First half is gonna be the main part of this game that I'm gonna be watching, uh, you know, very closely, just because they really cannot be punting, you know, as much as they were against the Lions. But much easier matchup this week, um, like, but their defense is not to be taken lightly. So that's why I have the Broncos only winning by six. Yeah, I'm going to go 24-7. I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to put up that many points on us. I'm, I'm going to go 24-7. I mean, this is a team that they haven't really put up that many points, even with the defense playing as well. I mean, they lost a game 6-0 to zero a few weeks ago. I mean, this is a, a football team that just hasn't been able to find their stride offensively. And I meant to say I fully expect them to play through Zeke this week because it seems like every time Ramondre's out, the offense just goes through Zeke, whether that be in the passing game or in the run game. Uh, so I think this is a game where the Broncos, they're going to know that going into the game that Zeke is going to be the main guy to watch out for. So I say 24-7. I think they get a touchdown early in the game, um, and then that's it. I think the Broncos are going to run away with this one. Man, I think I have the highest scoring for the Patriots at least. I mean, I, I have it 2013 Broncos. I think the Patriots will move the ball to a certain extent, but I do think the, the takeaways from the Broncos defense will pay a big factor in the game. I'm already predicting a defensive touchdown for uh, Justin Simmons. I think we get uh, at least one more on the offensive side with two more field goals. So I'm expecting a, a cleaner game from the offense. And I'm expecting Champagne to chew the clock out a lot. Speaking of Champagne, I forgot to mention this. I, I really liked he said this in his presser yesterday. He talked about how he literally said word for word. I'm, a, I'm when he was talking about like the playoff picture and all scenarios and stuff. He said, I'm addicted to it. That 
that really resonated with me just because like you'd never hear coaches really say stuff like that like he just like bro you i was doing research a few weeks about him like after like uh the charters win or something like that and i was reading about how like when he, when he's the oc with the giants or the cowboys like he would stay in the facility overnight studying plays like he he's really got that dog in him i like i hope people realize like how damn good of a football coach is and it's got my weekly reminder to Broncos country. We are so damn lucky to have him. Like him saying that is like, was so cool to me. Like the fact that he's just addicted to the, I wouldn't be surprised if he's sleeping in the, if he slept, slept in the facility last night, who knows? So um, yeah. let's go ahead and talk about uh, the week 16 rooting guide. Um, obviously number one, Broncos have to be the Patriots. If they don't, <laughs> they're basically not in it. So it's actually going to be a 43% swing for the Broncos. So huge game. Um, number two, is one that's probably uh, I would I'm willing to bet a lot of money it's not going to happen. LAC over Buffalo. If no. the Chargers, uh, if the Chargers beat the Buffalo Bills, that'll be one of the biggest like thank you moments to the Chargers. But uh, that'll be a, that'll be the second most important bro- game for the Broncos. Number three, Cleveland over Houston. Like J Mac talked about one of our other episodes, you basically have to start rooting for the Browns to win now. Um, so Joe Flacco, it is, um, and then you also have to root for. Tampa Bay over Jacksonville. Those games both have a 7% swing. Number five, you have to root for the Steelers over the Bengals. Bengals and Bills have really, like I mentioned uh, with that, in that episode with uh, Peyton on, the Bengals and Bills, they ended up making that uh, little sneaky comeback. So it's it's looking it's looking very interesting. Yeah. This, this race is going to get very, very tight in the next so, uh, two weeks or so. Um, number six, Miami over Dallas. Number seven, Indianapolis over Atlanta. And then Casey over um las vegas so there's your week 16 rooting guide um if you want to come back to this part of the episode um during uh nfl sunday and everything to um remember which games to root for also shout out to zach seegers i'm getting this straight from his uh twitter so shout out to zach seegers doing all his research man he's always he's always doing uh god's work for our broncos country yeah so uh so we have to root for kc this week or vegas kc okay three percent swing so it's not that important, but uh, does it does impact our playoff chances a little bit. But hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you're listening on YouTube, please hit the like button, subscribe. Um, all that is greatly appreciated. Merry Christmas to everybody. Whenever you guys are listening to this, you probably be listening to this uh, earlier today on Saturday or maybe uh, tomorrow early morning for game day. So a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. We'll be doing our episode um, tomorrow. But um, happy holidays to everybody. Hope you guys uh, please stay safe out there, everybody. It's that time of year, you know, scammers and a lot of crime happening out there and everything. Wherever you guys are listening, please stay safe and um, let let your family know you love them. Give them a hug or send them a text. Any any little things out there, super important. Um, but with that being said, also if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please show support over there as well. Happy holidays to everybody. That being said, I'm your host Amir Fair with my coach J Mac and Jordan. To the next one. Peace out, everybody. Peace out, everybody.